welcome to Thrill Seekers Radio. This is Alex Dolan. We are part of Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. And this is a reminder that uh, I'm Alex Dolan. And you can listen to this episode featuring Jay Sigler and all other episodes of Thrill Seekers at www.alexdolan.com. That's www.alexdolan.com. Uh, I am very happy to, to bring... Jay Sigler uh, on the on the show. Uh, he's the author of several titles um, spanning a few different genres: uh, horror, but also uh, kind of horror comedy. Um, and Jay, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. See how smooth that segue was. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, well, the, the first thing I wanted to talk about was uh, kind of you, your your entrance into this, your debut novel, um, Train Thoughts, and then the follow-up to that, Unsettled. And could you talk a little bit about, about those books and, and you kind of getting started as a writer in this? Yeah, so um, I actually wrote Train Thoughts probably, it's gotta be over a decade old now, so I've only recently um, published it, uh, but it's been written for quite some time. <clears throat> um, I guess at the time, I was having a two-hour commute to work each way, and I'm taking the train so you can see where it all starts to form. Um, and so on, as I took the train two hours each way, I, you know, I would read a lot. I would, I would watch, at the time it was DVDs um, on my laptop. And, you know, I started reading some indie authors, right? Unbeknownst to me, I didn't even know they were indie authors. I just picked up kind of a on the, on the Kindle, uh, some books and I read through it and I was like, Oh wow. Like these people actually go out and write their own stories and they, they self publish and they do it. And I'm like, I feel like, you know, I read a lot, like I can write a book. So my train ride then became, um, just me messing around, um, writing a book. I never really saw myself as an author, um, outside of, outside of school is nothing like I had planned to ever do, but as the years went on and, you know, I just commuted back and forth and I started writing this thing, it turned into, uh, it, it got to a length to be like novel, novel length, um, which was very surprising to me. And so when I was done with that, I showed it to a couple people, um, fairly well received. And then it, there it sat on a shelf for, you know, four or five years. Um, fast forward, life happens. Um, and, you know, people that have self-published or I have a lot of friends that do like poetry and that type of stuff, they really started encouraging me to just go put it out there. And, you know, they're, it was, it's easy to do these days and anyone can do it and just, just see what happens. So um, I picked it back off the shelf, dusted it off, went through it again, uh, redid a whole lot of it because, you know, as I grew in the years, I grew in knowledge of how to write because it still the interest still kind of stuck with me. So, sent it off for editing. Uh, got an artist to do the cover and just kind of threw it out there um, to see what would happen, which was exciting. It was something I never had planned to do, and I'm I'm glad I did it. So that was really the the start of Train Thoughts and me being an author. As an indie author, how did you find how easy did it was it for you to connect with the readership? And, and what um, did you do for that? Yeah, so a lot of it was, you know, internet, Googling, finding Facebook groups, um, 
there's tons, tons and tons of different Facebook groups dedicated to both the genre and the, the craft. Um, so I joined all those and would just read up on posts and um, kind of just jumped into the whole indie culture thing. And I reached out to people on Twitter, um, advice, you know, tips, and everyone is so helpful. Like it's, it's not really a competition. Uh, everyone wants everyone else to succeed. So there's a lot of learnings being shared um, in terms of anything, writing, the, the genre, like even the advertising, the promotion of it all. Um, and then, so I think like a couple of the major group, there one, one of the major groups that I was, that I had joined was called Books of Horror on Facebook. Um, and there's a lot of indie authors that in that group that specifically write horror. So that was one I focused on a lot. So it was just self-immersion into the culture, really. For people that aren't familiar, uh, talk a little bit about what Train Thoughts is about. It is, um, well, obviously it started as Thoughts on a Train, but it, it actually is a, a full uh, horror thriller novel out there. It's about a man who finds his, a recently widowed man, um, finds his wife brutally murdered and the police aren't helping him. Um, they're kind of putting, ignoring him, putting on the back burner. And so he takes it upon himself to, to really start to solve the case, right? And then he slowly um, starts to descend into paranoia, madness, trying to figure out, um, you know, who killed his wife ultimately. So it's it's a more of a journey through the the mind of a madman type of thing. Well, and you continue this through Unsettled. Um, a bit. I would say Unsettled's uh, companion novella. Um, so once I was done with, once I self-published Train Thoughts, I kind of thought that was it for me. Like I loved, loved writing. I loved, you know, telling the story and getting it out there. It was a labor of love for many, many years. Um, but then I received, you know, a, a lot of good feedback and people really encouraged me to write more. And so I just had an idea in my head about how um, how books in general, they influence people and themselves. And so Unsettled, when I say it's a companion novel, that really is a story about two separate families, um, each having their own difficulties in life. Um, won't go into too many details, but you know, there's some devastating details and there's some domestic problems that happen. And one of the characters actually becomes obsessed uh, with a book. He claims he knew the author in college and he becomes obsessed with this book and he himself starts, you know, straddling the line between fantasy and reality. And though it's never mentioned, um, you know, Train Thoughts is intended to kind of be that book that he gets obsessed over. Okay. I, I, I have for full transparency, I read Unsettled and loved it. And I read Jay's book Sucks and loved it. Um, <laughs> And I, I hadn't actually read Train Thoughts. I wasn't quite sure how that intersection worked or if it was just two yeah. stories that occupied the same universe. Yeah, so it is, it is, it's, it's kind of in the same universe. It's a little meta because really the, the universe of Unsettled is the author that wrote Train Thoughts. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it, gets, it gets a little, little meta like that. Um, but yeah, the, the two are meant to be read independently. It's just kind of a cool thing if you read them both that there's some connections in there. That makes sense. So how long did it take you to write Unsettled by comparison? 
<laughs> way faster. I think that one only took Not me. 10 years. <laughs> it took me a couple months. Well, this time I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I was going to publish it and get it out to people. Um, by that point, I'd, I'd read uh, many, many books on writing and, you know, just gotten better at it through practice on some other scraps stories that'll never see the light of day. So I feel like I, I kind of knew what I was doing a little bit more uh, when I get on, when I wrote Unsettled. Um, so I felt that one you know, came to fruition a lot easier. Plus it's, it's significantly shorter. It's novella instead of a novel. So um, definitely shorter. And who, who do you read? Who, like who, who inspired you to write? Um, I guess my number one go-to, I'll be a fanboy for life would be Stephen King. Um, He's my top favorite. Uh, Brett, Easton Ellis, I was, I liked his earlier stuff. Chuck Palahniuk, I liked his earlier stuff. Um, it was really my three main go-tos for that. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. What do you think of Joe Hill? I've started to get into him um, a little bit. I like his stuff. I read a couple things by him. I have um, two two books I got for Christmas that I'm gonna that I'm gonna read by him. So I'm I'm trying this year's my Joe Hill year. I'm trying to get into him a little bit more. I I mean when I first picked it, I I read 20th Century Ghosts. So I think that was the short story collection that he led with, and not realizing his connection to Stephen King. Spoiler alert for people listening. Right. <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, and was I I loved that short story collection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've like I thought Horns was good. I haven't I haven't read uh, Nosferatu, but a lot of people seem to like it. But um, independently of Stephen King, I, I thought he was good. I thought he did does a good job. Yeah, I, I like I'm glad he had, you know, I respect his mentor, so fanboy so um yeah definitely plenary more of him i have a weird fanboy crush on joyce carol oates her horror stuff oh okay yeah she does short stories a lot of horror short story collections and it is just bone chilling um so i i love the fact that she just like pulls she pulls no punches in her writing awesome and she she wants to make you squirm and other horror cliches we could talk about. Right, right. Um, but so moving on from Unsettled, how, so I want to talk about um, a fairly new collaboration. So there's a, a book called Jay's Book Sucks, which is fantastic. And uh, it's a collaboration between you and somebody else who has appeared on the show, Justin M. Woodward, and who's also a great writer. But how did you guys meet and, and how did you decide to collaborate and then talk a little bit about how this is like, this feels like a little bit of a departure for both of you. Yeah. So I don't, I know he's been on the show. I don't tell him, but I didn't listen to all of it. So hopefully our stories match up, but here's, here's how I remember. Um, So when I was out promoting train thoughts, I was, you know, just reaching out to anyone to get, you know, get on podcasts and try to just anything, right. Go to, go sell my book at local bookshops. Um, And I, contacted someone uh they do a a podcast and i was like oh can i come on they're like yeah we're always looking you know for horror thriller writers i'm like great and they're like if you want to bring anyone else um feel free and i was like oh cool so um justin was someone who was pretty big in the books of horror facebook group that i was talking about um he had just 
he was on the talent of releasing tamer animals which is a great novel by him yeah uh, and i read it and i loved it and so i started reading all his other stuff and i was like oh that's cool and i'm like you know um me being new kind of just trying to break into the industry and never written more than a single book where i didn't really know what i was doing uh one day i just reached out to him i was like hey man you want to do this podcast uh interview thing with me and I was like yeah sure cool uh, and so that's where we really met and so when we got on uh, it just kind of started clicking like our personalities were similar um, same type of sense of humor um, and then after the show ended he called me up on the phone and we just got to talk and just BSing around and you know again there was just more similarities more same sense of humor we were just cracking each other up and just kind of shooting shit and talking about whatever. Um, and we started talking about the stuff we're working on. And so I floated him this idea I had, which eventually morphed um, into Jerry's book, the concept of Jerry's book sucks. And we thought it'd be cool to maybe kind of collaborate on it together. Uh, and so that's where that started. And apologies for referring to this as Jay's book sucks. I realized I have absolutely read Jerry's book sucks and I'm not lying about that, but autofill corrected the title and on my <laughs> cheat sheet for this interview, it reads Jay's book sucks. Um, but it is absolutely Jerry's book sucks. Apologies for the title. It is in fact a great book for people listening. Um, and I'm not BSing about that. Um, but, um, set it up for people. Yeah, so where to set it up? So um, really what it is, is that there is this guy, Jerry, who has written a book himself. He works at an office. Uh, he's got his work nemesis, um, Rob, at the office. The two are always battling over the, the, the secretary, um, Sadie, in the office. And Jerry had written this book that really parodies uh, his, what he thought his life in the office was and how he saw himself and where he wanted to be. Um, and so we find out right from the beginning that um, <clears throat> Rob loses a bet to Jerry and is forced to edit Jerry's book and, you know, even give the book a title because Jerry never gave it a title. And so Rob and Jerry have this hate, hate relationship and you can tell because Rob titled his book, Jerry's Book Sucks, the book. Um, but really, that's just kind of the outer rim of what's going on here. And the book itself is an entire cosmic, comical parody of Jerry Jerry's life, right? So the main character in the book is this guy named Gary, who's just this narcissistic, macho guy to the point of hilarity, I hope. Um, and he battles his nemesis bob uh which is not rob but it's you know it's close so there's a lot of uh, comparisons there and as rob's going through and editing this book he he leaves a couple footnotes once and again that provide some context into oh i see where where jerry's really writing this from or getting this from um so it works on a on a couple levels it's it's again it's a little bit meta um so that was part of the concept, what we wanted to do. And I got that for me, like if you've ever read House of Leaves with the footnotes and the multi-threaded stories going on, that's really the, the concept I wanted to get in. But um, we want to do it in a, in a comical, funny way. So it's a lot of 
I mean, you've read it. It's a lot of just stupid, funny humor that's really absurd and nonsensical. I was, uh, I'm, that's interesting you bring up Passive Leaves because I, I wouldn't have made that comparison, but I was kind of obsessed with that book for about yeah. a year because it's yeah. so yeah. different yeah. from everything. Yeah, it, it had a big influence on me, the way they, they told the, the different stories of what was going on. And so I wanted to, I wanted, like the idea when I talked to Justin that first night, that was kind of the, the driving idea there was that to do something like that, to have a story outside the story. Like if you think of the never ending story, like they, they do that there. And, um, there's a couple other ones that are, you know, story within a story. Uh, but it, it was going to be a lot more um, Jerry and Rob, but then we just started writing like the fun stuff with Gary and Bob. And that just the characters we came up with and the, the, different places and planets and situations we put them in that really became probably 90% of the book. How was this different writing, writing with Justin or just collaborating in general than writing your own stuff? Um, it was, work? <laughs> yeah, it was actually not as bad uh, or difficult um, as I thought. And I don't know if we caught lightning in a bottle, uh, or what happened, but what we did was um, we used Google Docs to write it, and in Google Docs, you can both be in the same document, and there's a chat feature as well as you can see what the other's highlighting. So we just kind of naturally, we would do one of a few things. One, a couple of times, like I would write a chapter, he would write a chapter, and then we go back and reread each other's chapters and kind of just inline edit, write ideas. Like we checked our egos at the door and we just, you know, this was something we were both going to sign our name onto. So if we thought it was stupid, like, let's not hide it. Let's just talk about it. Um, so that was one. It was like each do a chapter, then swap and kind of write over it. Second one was we just kind of wrote together. Like there'd be times I'd start a sentence, he'd add a word. And then I, you know, I'd go back and add words to his sentences. So we were actually literally writing together. Um, which sometimes made for interesting comments, commentary when we both would like write different sentences and, uh, but we got through it and we would just, you know, we would pick the better one, right? And so um, it was way easier than I thought collaboration would be, especially since, I mean, we were never in person. I've, I've met him two or three times in person now, but we wrote it all virtual. He lives in Alabama and I live in Illinois, so. That's it. Yeah, I've always I've always wondered about the kind of like the practical nuts and bolts of, of how how the collaboration works. Um, how did you find it um, writing comedy versus horror? Uh, well, so that's interesting. So the, the original idea, again, on that phone call to Justin was Jerry's book sucks. It was going to be much, much, much darker. It was actually going to be like a full fledged horror horror book. Um, but then, like I said, once we, once we started writing like the funny kind of fluff throwaway stuff, that became what the book was. And we had so much fun with the characters and just writing the funny stuff. Um, it, just, it just came naturally. Like I feel like, like I said, he and I have a similar personalities and interests when it comes to comedy. So we really steered away from anything too dark. I mean, there's, there's horror elements to it and like scary and gross stuff in there. Um, but we really tried to, to make it more comical and humorous than anything. Um, and, you know, it's kind of, 
write what you know. I wouldn't say I'm the funniest person in the world, but you know, like, you know, we make jokes and so we, we kind of just know how to write the, the comedy. Um, yeah, it sounds, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I am always amazed by how people can write comedy um, and knowing that there have been a few folks in the show that are able to do it effectively and Jerry's book sucks was, was one of the, the few books I've read that, that is laugh out loud funny. Um, cause it's, well, so, it's so hard <laughs> to nail. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that. Cause I've never, like I said, I don't know, you know, I've got no formal training on how to write comedy. I'm sure, you know, there's people better than I who, who have studied it and can do it better, but it's like, I know what makes me laugh. And so when writing, a line or a joke and it made Justin laugh like okay or if Justin wrote something that made me laugh it kind of turned into well we're cracking each other up so maybe there's going to be other people that jump on board with this this type of humor and you know fully preparing ourselves to understand that there's going to be a whole lot of people who this does not resonate with um, <laughs> <laughs> you kind of don't want like it, it, I, I always like talk to people about the seeing movies and the rotten tomato meter and I feel like if a movie gets like a 95% or higher, I'm not going to like it because that's just people not wanting to say anything bad about it. But like right about 80 to 85% is kind of my sweet spot because I sort of like movies that can piss some people off. Yeah. <laughs> and so in a way, I like the fact that you're not catering to everyone, I think is a good thing. Well, and I think that was a conscious decision. I think we said, you know, listen, we're there's either going to be a niche of people that like this type of humor and, you know, our guys, then they're going to come find us and we're going to come find them and they're really going to like it. Uh, but we're not going to try to make everyone happy. So we were well prepared, especially when we started um, advertising it, like on Facebook and, and all that. Like we, we had very specific narrowed down people that we were trying to reach because this, the humor in it is it's absurd and it's weird and it's all over the place, just like our senses of humor are. And I know that doesn't resonate with everyone. So, um, you know, we, we kind of did it for us cause we made each other laugh and we're just hoping that it would make other people laugh. Well, I, I think it really worked. And for people listening, I'd highly recommend getting it. It's, um, it's funny. It's gripping. Uh, I like, I, I just like fell into it. It's, it was great. Um, I want to take a quick break as we're winding down and remind everybody that this is Thrill Seekers Radio. We are part of Authors on the Air, and this is a trademark copyrighted podcast solely owned by Authors on the Air, Global Radio Network, LLC. We've been talking to Jay Sigler about several books. We've been talking about Train Thoughts, Unsettled, and the collaboration with Justin M. Woodward, Jerry's Book Sucks which uh, all of which I think the people that listen to the show would totally get a lot out of um, for different ways. Um, as we, as we wind down, um, what, what horror have you seen lately that you like? Oh, lately. Um, geez, I'm trying to think I've been, I've been wanting to see it too um, for quite some time now. It breaks my heart every time I don't watch it. Um, the horror that I've been watching recently is really just what's on Netflix. I think I just recently watched the Friday the 13th, the 2009 version, just cause it was on there. 
How was um, it? Yeah, it, it was a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's that's my critique. Um, it's a it's what you would expect it to be, but yeah, like recently, I feel like uh, last couple months have just been no barely any time for reading, hardly any time for writing or movies. Um, but there's an ever-growing list that I want to see um, of horror movies. Primarily, what I want to do is get back into the movies that I loved and just haven't watched. Like, I think about, like, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I'm just like, oh, man, I haven't watched that. It's got to be years now. So I want to get back uh, into, like, watching the classics, I guess. Yeah. I want to see. So anything, like huge fan of nightmare on elm street that's my favorite i want to spin through all those again um as well as i think i read that chris rock's redoing saw and i love the saw movies but really i don't know i heard that yeah i thought i saw that as a headline title somewhere um get into it but uh a quiet place they're coming out of the quiet place too uh, mm-hmm. i really like that um get out was fairly recent i guess what was the other one he did us yeah you know i I saw it too and for all the people that threw shade on that movie it's i liked it i thought it was good (laughs) because i also remember the tim curry version in the 80s and this this will probably like earn me some some non-listeners but like that sucked. <laughs> like no disrespect to Tim Curry, who's a master, but that that series was awful. And this, I mean, was so I, I don't know. I, I just thought this was much better done. I thought just like as a movie, it was just better done. It goes way too long, but I I was on board. Um, I'll I'll say this. I'll still listen to you. Even you, you haven't lost me by saying that, but it came close. I love, I really love the original. It, I think, just just in terms of where I was in my life, like I was, I don't know, young, right? It was the first scary movie. It scared the bejesus out of me. Uh, it's one of those though where I'm sure if I were to go back and watch it, I'd be like, "What the heck were you thinking?" But I don't yeah. want to ruin that for myself, which is the risk of watching all of these old movies that I grew up loving. Yeah, some of them don't hold up. Yeah. So. You know, recently, I, um, there's a book that, there's a, an author I really like named Marisha Pessel, and she had a book uh, that was her second called Night Film. And it was, a, it was loosely based on this um, horror director. Um, the real-life horror director is based on was Dario Argento. And I, and so that book kind of like got me into watching his stuff for the first time. And it, like they they did a reboot of a movie called Suspiria recently, but he did a lot of like, you know, people call him the Hitchcock of Italy and his stuff totally holds up now. Like it apparently it was way too edgy for the day. Um, oh, because really? Unlike Hitchcock, he did, he did gore and he did very shocking scenes that you would never have seen. Um, but if you watch it now, like his stuff is awesome and it totally holds up. It's a, uh, and it's, it's very artfully shot too. Awesome. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're, all right, we're winding down. Um, we've been talking to Jay Sigler. 
Uh, the books that you should go out and get, Jerry's book sucks, Unsettled, Train Thoughts. Um, other than looking you up online, is there any way for, uh, how would you recommend people find out about you? Yeah, so I've got, um, there's author Jay Sigler group on Facebook. Um, and then at Train Thoughts is my Twitter handle. I'm also on Instagram. Uh, haven't updated it too much recently. Uh, not since we dropped Jerry's book sucks, but we are in the process of editing um, Jerry's book sucks the sequel. So there should be some more uh, news around there soon um, as we go and write the third one. So yeah, I'm not sure if we mentioned that, but this is going to intended to be a, a long running um, series for the Jerry's book sucks in the JBS world, as we call it. JBS. Yeah. I, and actually, that's very heartening for me. So <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, and I look forward to, to JBS, too. All right. Thanks, Alex. <laughs>